0: When Lawrence Tribe speaks Harvard Law, Mm -hmm. um, people really listen. And as you people know, he has been cautious in his book about impeachment. Um, Everybody talking about
1: him saying this the other night. Well, if this is not impeachable behavior, if this is not abuse of power amounting to high crimes and misdemeanors, then for all time, we will have established the precedent that the president can get away with anything.
0: Mm, incredible point and this one
1: but we might lose our souls and our constitutional democracy if we do nothing and doing nothing is not an option you see that jerry nadler and nancy pelosi and others are moving closer to saying that we are looking into whether the president committed impeachable offenses and when they conclude as they may well that he did what are they going to do say but never mind I know they can chew. You know they can chew gum and walk at the same time.
0: There you go. Yep. It's walk a, and yeah. chew gum caucus. Yep. Absolutely. After my own heart. Um, what a thrill and an honor to say good morning, Lawrence Tribe. Good morning. I have been a. <laughs> a, a, a be with you. I have loved you from afar for so long.
1: <laughs> well, it's mutual. Oh,
0: thank you. You know, it's so funny. I uh, Other people I revere that are our regular guests, like Jill Weinbanks, uh, is your biggest fangirl because you liked something, a point she made in an op-ed, and she's like, Lawrence Tribe said I was right. <laughs> <laughs> she became like a first-year uh, first law student again. It was hilarious. <laughs>
1: well, that's very flattering.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting what we just played um, at Lawrence, and obviously on cue, Jerry Nadler has said, yes, we are in a constitutional crisis um can you obviously i'm try, i know one thing that stuck in my head that you've said is we are for all intents and purposes already in the impeachment process
1: that's right it seems to me that impeachment is not a one-off event it's a process in which you look at whether what the president has done is the kind of high crime and misdemeanor that absolutely requires that he be impeached and then put on trial in the Senate. Right. It seems to me that that's what's going on. I mean, trying to get Mueller to explain his report and explain why Barr was basically lying about it, although Mueller will be much more modest in the way he puts it, mm-hmm. trying to get McGahn, who was the central witness in the Mueller report, uh, to lay out all of the details of the illegal things the president tried to get him to do and then cover up, all of that is what impeachment looks like. It's not something that you sort of just ring the bell right now. I mean, Elizabeth Warren has been very forthright and courageous about it, but she too is not saying we should have an impeachment vote in the House of Representatives this Thursday or something. She's saying let's call it what it is. And when you call it what it is, that kind of supercharges the power that the House of Representatives has to make these scoff laws sort of start obeying the law, start obeying the subpoenas, start complying with perfectly lawful orders, turn over the tax returns, when Chairman Neal of Ways and Means demands them pursuant to a statute. All of those things are quite strong to begin with, but they are given added strength they're put on steroids when it's clear that the house of representatives is looking at the possibility of impeaching the president Uh,
0: doesn't i mean i would assume the new york times story about his taxes further supercharges your opinion that there's clearly a reason he's hiding all this and i think that also goes to the is he compromised which clearly the answer to me is yes (laughs) You know, from
1: that's really the most important question. I mean, it's certainly important to get to the truth of exactly how Russia intervened and attacked our system, and so on, and what role Trump played in it. And we won't know all of that partly because Trump himself made it much less likely that we will learn the truth from the people who really know it, like Manafort and Stone, by sort of dangling pardons in front of them, and so on. Yeah. Um, that's all important, but the most important thing, as Adam Schiff of the Intelligence Committee has emphasized, is to figure out whether we have a president whose real loyalty is not to the United States of America, but to the people who hold his strings, who hold his purse strings, the people to whom he owes stuff, the people who have funded his lavish lifestyle, the people with whom he has business deals, so that we right now, have no way of either knowing whether the president's position vis-a-vis Saudi Arabia or Russia or something else is a step taken in the interest of the United States or, as seems more likely, a step taken in the interest of Trump's own sort of bottom line. And on top of that, we have a president who spends 60 to 90 minutes on the phone with Vladimir Putin and a by his own admission, doesn't even once yeah. tell the dictator of Russia get the hell out of our election system. Right.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, every single thing he does as it regards Russia is is you know uh, uh, obviously looks guiltier and guiltier by the day, um, Lawrence. One thing I'm trying to understand, and I I, I keep asking these questions of all my uh, all my legal ladies and all my uh, legal lads. But so you're saying. Tell me what you're saying about, is there a difference legally in calling it impeachment hearings? I understand what you're saying, that you're not saying you're taking a vote right away, but what what do you say to the people that say, like, why do you have to call it impeachment just that you uh, you accomplish the same thing with televised hearings, that's what they're doing? Um, well,
1: there, there is one thing. I mean, th- there is a provision in the uh, federal rules of criminal procedure that, Create an exception to grand jury secrecy under the so called Rule 6E for cases that are preliminary to a judicial proceeding. Now, a Senate trial of a sitting president for purposes of that statute has been described by the Supreme Court as a kind of judicial proceeding. And if the hearing that is being held either by Nadler or by Schiff or by Cummings, if those hearings are preliminary to a potential Senate trial, then it's easier to come within that exception to Rule 6E.
0: The grand jury material, okay.
1: So there grand jury material, and there are other respects in which it may make a technical difference, but the biggest difference is atmospheric. And that does cut both ways. I mean, people like Nancy Pelosi have a point when they say that the opposition to the Democrats will be supercharged the more we use the I word, the impeachment word. And on the other hand, the more we use it, the more courts will realize that this is for real. Yeah. And the less likely it'll be that any judge will take seriously. The claim of the administration that, for example, there is no legitimate purpose in seeking the president 's tax returns I mean right now, the purpose that the Ways and Means committee is advancing and will advance when it goes to court to try to order uh, Newton to turn the returns over the purpose is well, we need to look at how the tax laws are administered even against the sitting president because we may need to close some loopholes and that argument is, of course, strengthened by the New York Times story about all the yeah, all, all the sort of special yeah. ways in which Trump gamed the system. But in addition to that, if you can come right out and say one of the additional reasons is that we have an impeachment function to perform, then that makes it a slam dunk.
0: So, Lawrence, can you take us through this? If you're... You know, you and I and Jerry Nadler and uh, Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff are sitting here together. W- what is your recommendation? Do you, do you have to formally declare it an impeachment inquiry? W- what is your advice on what Nadler does now? I mean, obviously, the White House yesterday is threatening if you if you hold a uh, bar in contempt, we're going to claim executive privilege f- for everything. But they've made it clear they're going to stonewall everything anyway. So take it. You're the general here. Take us through what we do and how we no, do it and when we do it.
1: Say, I would say they're going to stonewall everything anyway, and right. they're going to mm-hmm. make it look like we are simply trying to relitigate the past. So we might as well get whatever advantage we can from yep. the PR, from the labeling. I would urge people like Jerry Nadler to lean on Nancy Pelosi, who knows more about politics than I will ever forget, and mm-hmm. yep. for I'm very reticent to say that her judgment is wrong, but you've asked me to say what I would really think. What I would think is they should lean on her to make a public statement that we have not resolved whether or not to impeach the president. We don't do that until all the evidence is in, but the president is blocking our Mm -hmm. access to that evidence, and therefore we have to make clear that impeachment is on the table, that that's what might happen, and we're going to use the fact that that's the path we're on to persuade courts that they really need to push the White House and all of its tentacles uh, to let go of the truth and let it all hang out.
0: Um, Lawrence, um, I'm, just, I'm sort of curious. Um, I don't know if you saw our friend Joan Weinbank's thread this morning, but... She just said, I want you all to know, a court case to get McGahn to speak to Congress won't take years. Neither will a request for the court right. or grand jury information or suing Mnuchin for not turning over over 45 tax returns. I
1: agree with that.
0: Or pursuing finance for, for his account or for Deutsche Bank. So, okay, yeah. So then she did a whole thread because that's what, you know, the people that are, like, no impeachment. Say, oh, it's too late. They're gonna, you know, slow walk this till past the 2020. But she said, bottom line, it doesn't take long to get results. Congress should ask Ch- uh, Judge Beryl Howell for the grand jury testimony. bar Trump or hiding, hold bar Mnuchin, et etc. In contempt subpoena, McGahn, Donaldson, Lewandowski, Mueller, and anyone else they want, and enforce them. Um, it's sort of so you're you're agreeing. It's like all of the above, right?
1: I I very much agree. I didn't see Jill's thread today. But I've also been saying that these things can move much more quickly than people who are trying to make it look like it's just molasses suggest. I mean, the Nixon tapes case from the very moment that the tapes were demanded to the Supreme Court's unanimous decision requiring him to turn them over took less than three and a half months or four months.
0: Yep. Yep. That's yeah. That's in Jill's thread as well. Um, Yeah, you tweeted, uh, Elizabeth Warren is totally right here, and she's right about what every member of the House and Senate should do. Stand up and be counted, vote with principle, or betray your oath. You will live uh, with your vote until you die. And that's what I, I I, I, I mean, as you know, Lawrence, the the numbers changed when, you know, obviously the Watergate hearings became televised. You've probably seen only 3% of Americans have read the Mueller report.
1: Exactly. I mean, and even those who've read it, it's kind of like, you know, the redacted. it's dead on a piece of paper. Well, apart from the redactions, it's mm-hmm. just paper. But when you have a live person saying right into the camera, looking you straight in the eye and saying, The president told me hmm. to do to you know, to yeah. fire uh to fire Mueller and then he told me to lie about whether he had told me to fire Mueller, I mean that really makes an impact. Don McGahn could be the John Dean of, of these yeah. these hearings, and it seems to me that people who claim, oh well, the nation's mind is made up, that the Trump base is going to go with him no matter what, I mean they are pretending to have the gift of prophecy to a point that I think is ridiculous and arrogant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Lawrence, I was just talking earlier about, you know, having stumbled on Fox News, which we certainly didn't have during Nixon, where they just right. either don't cover bad news for Trump or they spin it to his advantage. And, you know, we also don't have a Republican Party or a man like my dad's running way Goldwater, that is going to go to Nixon and go, you got to go. You're a crook.
1: Right. Things are very different. I mean, if, if when Nixon was in the spotlight in 1973 74 there had been uh, Sinclair and Fox News and there had been you know Twitter and WhatsApp and Snapchat and right. Instagram and people in their own little social media silos looking only at what they already believe the whole world would have been very different if it had been as polarized politically back then then maybe Nixon would never have resigned. Yeah. If if the Republican Party had been as bereft of genuine sort of diplomats and and people of of stature who are not just slavishly lapdogs for the president, things would have been would be different. And, yeah. And that's why I'm I'm not holding my breath for the proposition that he will ultimately be removed before the next election. Odds are he won't, but that doesn't mean that the House of Representatives shouldn't do the right thing and put it to every member of the Senate. Are you willing to say it's okay for a president to do nothing about an invasion of our country? Yeah. But if FDR had responded to a yeah. cyber version of Pearl Harbor by mm-hmm. saying, you know, I'd rather play golf, mm-hmm. yep. that that people have to answer that question and when they are put to it and realize that this may be most important thing they'll ever do in their lives. Yeah. Then maybe they will actually care about the country or about principle rather yeah. than just holding on to their little office.
0: Yeah. So uh, Lawrence to conclude you you think they need to declare impeachment. That this is an impeachment inquiry sooner rather than later. Absolutely. Yep. Um Harvard, um Lawrence I I feel like if you were my professor I could have gone to law school and made something of myself. I wish I'd <laughs> well, met I, you.
1: I, I think you've made plenty of yourself, but maybe maybe that would have been a disaster. <laughs> yes, I, it, I, I, I've made quite a spectacle good, of a myself. Lawyer, but you would have had less influence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Lawrence, I hope you'll come back. What what a uh, true honor and a pleasure. Thanks so much for uh, using you, using your voice to speak yeah. out that we're a nation of laws, not men. So uh, thanks, pleasure for me. All right, Aww. thank you, Lawrence. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the